When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And by the way, the numbers were like, when I looked at the numbers when they came out, I'm like, oh, somebody's going to win that. Because it was like 36, 46, 56. And I'm like, people play numbers like that, where like they want the, the same number on the back end. So I thought for sure somebody would have won. I was stunned when I woke up this morning and saw they didn't. How many tickets had you bought? I only, I mean, I'm not going crazy. Like 20 bucks, that's it. Call it a day. I see, I see the numbers. 19, 36, 37, 46, 56. So you had 36, 46, and 56. Right. Which is kind of strange. And then the uh, the last number, you know, the number you got to have was 24. Oh, that's my number, too. I always yeah, pick the that power one for ball. the Powerball. Dang it. Yeah. Yeah. Any so there you go. It's uh, I only spent twenty bucks. Like that's it. Like here's the thing. Honestly, if you're gonna win, you're gonna win with two bucks. To be honest with you, but you're not. It doesn't matter. Like twenty, whatever. You increase your chances. But uh, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not one of these people that's gonna spend like a hundred dollars on Powerball tickets. So what's no the so so then, Lindsay? If the if it keeps going and you say it's now up to like eight hundred million, is that right? Yeah. So it's eight hundred million, but the number could grow. As more as, or up to $1 billion as more tickets are bought. Because you know what happens. Whenever these jackpots get super high, like everyone and their mother goes out and buys a ticket. Mm -hmm. So then it's going to be even higher, you know. And the odds, just so you know, whether you spend $2 or $20, the odds of winning any prize are about 1 in 25. So even if you like get your money back that you spent on the ticket, there's still 1 in 25 chance of winning, which is pretty good. So the, today's Thursday. When's the next big draw? Saturday. Well, if you would let me finish, the well, odds of winning... Don't you think that's a good leading question? The odds of <laughs> winning the jackpot are about 1 in 292 million. So if yeah. you want to be an almost billionaire, buy a Powerball ticket for this Saturday's drawing, which takes place at 7 p.m. All right, yep. This Saturday, you said what time? Seven PM. That's correct. Kat. Well, eighty. It's actually it's well, eleven. Well, they stop. They stop. They stop selling, selling at tickets yeah, at seven yeah, PM. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it's this Saturday. I just want to put this in my my realm of sphere here, and whatever that means. So I got to buy tickets before Saturday at seven. I got to win this thing. I got to win. <laughs> you got to win. Yeah. Yeah, but then win. who's going to buy sided from you if you're already a billionaire? Well, no, then or, I'm just close keep to in, it. I'm just going to keep investing in it. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, you're going to turn sided into like Amazon? I mean, I guess I'll try. Cappy, if you win, you should buy Meta from Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, it's lost like 24% right. of its like stock value. And everyone though. says it sucks and it's terrible. You should just buy it so he just stops doing it. $1 billion. Let me ask you guys a question. If you if you decide to take the one time cash payout Which after taxes, you'd be dumb not to. Right, but what? Is, yeah, what do because you think people the, the assumption the assumption on that is like the financial people will tell you that if you do that, you can still invest that money um, and make more than what the original total jackpot was. But yes, if you if you take the cash payout, it's three. I think it's three hundred eighty three or three hundred eighty four million. Wow, you've really then, looked into this. And then you got to. I'm looking at it right here on their on their website, and it's three hundred eighty three million seven hundred thousand. And if you, but then you have to pay taxes on that. Oh, so you're looking at paying thirty nine point four. I guess is the highest tax bracket. Um, no state taxes on lottery winnings in the state of California. So I do know that. Um, 
And so you're telling yeah. me that if the jackpot's a billion and you're the only winner, that you're going to walk away with like two hundred million? No. What I'm telling. Well, I don't know. You I don't know it's what. It's almost four hundred million. Yeah, it's three hundred eighty-three million dollars, right, and then when taxes. you take out the taxes, it's probably like it's like two thirty or two forty million, two hundred forty million. Something wow, like that. I don't even know if I want to win the billion dollars now. I mean, no, gosh, you don't. If I'm if I if I'm going to win a billion dollar jackpot, you're that and, guy, and I'm going to walk away with a mere two hundred and thirty million. Ugh, yeah, why even play? What yeah. a waste of time. Ugh. Yeah. I know somebody who won the one over the summer that was really, really high. They won a million dollars just on like their four numbers or whatever. Come on. They had like three. No, five. Plus. You have to, you have, if you get all five right, you, if you get five without the Powerball, I think you they had like win. three in the Powerball, something like that. No, you, you definitely didn't get a million for three in the Powerball. No chance. Okay. Well, maybe it was four in the Powerball then. I don't know. I'm just saying they won a million dollars. Yeah. Well, you can win a million for sure. They're, like if you get if you get five numbers and no Powerball, you're gonna win a million dollars on a jackpot that's this size and like billion dollar size for sure. Cappy, yeah. since you don't want your money, mm-hmm. you can divide it into the group. You know, that's I mean, that would be a nice generous thing yeah. to do, don't you think? Yeah. yeah. You're not doing that. Who are you fooling? Well, it's like if you ever played in a golf event, you know, you go to one of these charity golf tournaments, right? And on hole number three. They've got a brand new car. You get a hole in one, you get a brand new car. On hole number twelve, it's a par three. You get the part. You, you get the hole in one. They give you like a new set of golf clubs. You're like, I don't, I don't want to get a hole in one here with the golf clubs. I want to get the hole in one there with the car. I want to win the jackpot, but I want most of the money. I can't believe a billion dollars would turn <laughs> Dude, into two hundred thirty million. What do you care if you're winning two hundred forty million dollars after taxes? Wait, Cap, are you the guy who goes to like a fundraiser and there's Chinese raffles where you put the tickets in each bag for all the different prizes? And even though you put tickets in 10 different bags, even though you really, really only wanted the one prize, you get mad if you won like, you know, the crochet set instead of the liquor basket. Is that you? Yeah, I can't really get in touch with what you're talking about right now because I don't really ever remember being at a charity event and doing what you've just suggested. You've never been to a charity event where they have raffles with different prizes and you put your ticket in for all the different prizes? Not that I remember, no. Okay. Well, yeah. never mind. But by the way, just so you know, Lindsay Baseball, if I won the crochet set versus like the Tom Brady autographed you know, jersey, I really wouldn't want the crochet set. Yeah, you'd just be like, ah, just give it back. No, and everyone would be like, why'd you put your ticket in there in the first I, place? I would do what Laura suggested. I'd put it into the group. Well, Whoever nice wants the crochet you. set, it's yours. Who here crochets? Honestly, George, you crochet? T- no, I don't crochet. Oh. Honestly, if you win, like, if you win the Powerball... Mm-hmm. Like, there's no. Ch- I mean, come on. This is got. Like, this is the worst shtick you've ever done. Like, you, you are. You can do some good and funny shtick. This is the. Like, no one's actually buying you on this. No, no one is. And of course, and I'm not even buying me. But what I'm saying is, it's hard to believe. <laughs> it's actually hard to believe. Like, if the number becomes a billion. But why are you and complaining? The, and Who the, cares? No, listen. Don't. Hey, listen. If I win the billion dollar. No, prize, you're gonna complain. I can see I, you go. And I, I can see you. No, this is what's gonna happen. Let me you're hear. gonna be there with the check. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Sacramento, right? Mm-hmm, right. You probably would have texted your friend Gavin, Gavin Newsom. Newsom. Gavin point. will be yeah. there with me, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Yes. And you'll be there with Rachel, and they're taking the picture, and you're having this big smile, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, when the cameras are gone, and everything's powered down and turned off, you're kind of walking down, Rachel's with you, and you're like, you know, I can't believe they're only giving us $240 million after you know winning a billion-dollar prize or whatever, $800 million prize. Like, you're going to do that. That's you. Well, but here's the thing, though. you you got to remember one thing. This is all based on taking one lump sum, right? Remember, you win a billion. You right, said the you lump can do sum the eight hundred like, million and right. take the thirty-year increments or whatever. I may be considering that. 
Well, my brother. Who why would eight, you do that? Yeah. I'm planning on winning, just so you know. But why? Yeah, clearly. But why would you take the 30-year increments? You're 52 years old. What are you saying, George? Well, You're my, not young enough to take the 30-year increment. And by the yeah, way... You, 80, 80, whatever. What yeah. would that be? And by the way, even if you're young, you shouldn't take the, the the increments. You should take the lump sum. Yes. Because what you could do is, again, you hire a good tax attorney. You hire... um, And, and you hire a good financial guy or, or lady. And, uh, and you will absolutely reap the benefits of what your original prize was. My brother, right, so, who is a financial advisor for yeah. uh, Wells Fargo, he said that even if you... Let that money just sit in your bank account if you take the lump sum. He said, chances are there's a very, very good chance that 30 years from now or whatever, as time goes on, with inflation and like the value of a dollar, that money is not going to be worth that much by the time the 30-year pay- payout is over. And you would have been better off with the lump sum anyway, even if you don't invest it. That's so a, a fair do- point. I didn't so, even think of that. So a billion dollars and you take the lump sum, the lump sum comes out to about $400 million, you're saying? I'm and saying then, in time, you know, history shows if you go back 30 years, think about how much a, val- a, a dollar got you 30 years ago versus what it gets you now. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so a billion dollars gets taken down to 400 million in the lump sum. After taxes, it's about 225 million. Well, I would say like 450. All right, I'm taking the 225. I'll take it. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Oh, right? thanks. All right, I'm I'll glad take you. it. I'll take the money. I didn't want to take it. I'll take it. All right, you're forcing the 250 million on me. All right, I'll take it. Jeez. I didn't want to take it. But you are absolutely telling that to Rachel when you're walking down off the stage. I can't believe billion dollars. Rachel, I mean, you're our accountant. Can't you do something here? I mean, come on. Help us out. Should we we move to Florida immediately? What do we do? How can we protect this money? Jeez. We move to Vegas? What do we do? No, I just told you. You don't get get state. California doesn't tax lottery winnings. It's just federal. I mean, you can move to Puerto Rico and only get. Right, 4%. Yeah, that's what you can do. You can Maybe I'll move to Puerto Rico. <laughs> You're not moving to Puerto Rico. What are you talking about? Ricky Martin's in Puerto Rico. <laughs> like some of the time. Yeah, well. We're You're going to hang be out there. together in San Juan. You're going to be there six months in a day? If I have to be, I will. Okay. For four. What about your kids? Are your kids coming to Puerto Rico Screw too? Screw them. Screw them. I can okay. leave them some money. He's <laughs> tracking them. He'll be fine. Yeah, that's oh, that's right. you true. Tell them. You are yeah, tracking you them. Oh, yes. hey, by the Life way. Life lock or whatever no, it is no, that you're no, no. using. What uh, is it? Listen. Life 360? Um, wait, you guys are going to love this. You guys are going to absolutely love this. Can you tell us on the other side? I sure can. Okay, let's do that. And um, there'll be more Laker misery next. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. 
Better because it has to be. Wasn't this song... Tell me. In a Cheech and Chong movie? Hmm. I'm almost positive this song has been used. And there's also a movie, I believe, called Delirious. I don't know if they used the song. But I'm almost positive this was still in that... um, is it still smoking? The name of the name still smoking? I'm mean, not know. talking about delirious as in Eddie Murphy delirious. No, no, I'm talking about the song that I understand. Uh, you said it was the name of a movie. Right. There's also a, yeah. There's an actual movie called Delirious too. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. One. I don't know if the song was there, but I'm almost positive this was in a Cheech and Chong movie. Okay. Uh, put it this way. Uh, I'm not about to do the research, uh, but I'm sure somebody will. Somebody can fact check us. Okay. So community, go for it. Was yeah. this song? In a Cheech and Chong I mean, movie. I can just do it real quick. Delirious I mean, you could, but friends. I mean, again, we can move on to more Laker misery, as you were pointing out. Yeah. Um, it was in a Cheech and Chong movie. Which one? That one, Still Smoking, 1983. Wow. How about you? Boom. How about you? How about me? What were you doing watching? What was little Georgie doing watching Cheech and Chong movies in the early 80s? Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't watching it when it actually was released. I probably saw it like many, many years later is my guess. Okay, is this after you stole your parents' car when you were under? Probably in that range, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thief. Oh, and Nolby says it was in Beverly Hills Cop. I'm almost, yeah, that sounds right, too. Beverly uh, Hills Cop, the original one? Yeah. Let me see, Delirious. Prince. Beverly Hills Cop. Did I hear they're bringing back De- Beverly Hills Cop again? Cop, yeah. And they're yeah. bringing back the original cast. Yeah. Really? John Ashton and Judge Reinhold and those dudes. Yeah, we've talked about this a couple times, Cap. Well, then that's where I heard it. Yeah, you told us about how you're friends with the one guy. John Ashton. Yeah. Taggart. Mm-hmm. That's right. Wow. Actually, it's not in the Beverly Hills Cop original. At least not in the track listing and the soundtrack. Okay. But I could have sworn it does sound familiar, like, in the movie, but maybe it's not. Hey. Oh, um, no, the Neutron Dance from the Pointer Sisters... Not exactly the same beat, but similar. The Neutron what? The Neutron Dance by the Pointer Sisters? You don't know that song? No, I'm trying to I'm trying I to get, get into my head. In doing the Neutron Dance. No? That's not helping. Uh, that's all I know is the refrain. Yeah, that's, of the song. that's all you got, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, from 1983 or something. So. Hey, um, a quick follow-up to something we just talked about moments ago. You were talking about Life 360, George. Oh, yeah, your kids, right. Yesterday we had, we had this yeah. whole conversation about it. I don't know who was listening, who was hearing what, but yeah. somebody reached out to me that yeah. was listening on the radio and was like, dude, you must get the Platinum upgrade. And I guess this person must work for Life 360, and they want to hook me up. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, that's really great. Well, last night I told you guys that I had to go to a, um, a two-hour meeting for my daughter to get her um, her driver's, uh, not permit, but like a, uh, a a pass, a parking pass for her school. You know? Two hours, dude. And this CHP cop for two hours tries to put the whole scared straight thing on, on the kids. I was actually kind of shocked by the whole thing. Like, dude, right. it's 2022. Like, you guys are still using the same language from like the late 80s when I was in high school. Like, I'm pretty surprised by the whole thing. But is this before, this was before you and Rachel went out to some like, uh, some bar to watch a band or something yeah we went to a concert last night we went to yeah. a show at a club yeah. uh, so but, why are you kvetching about having to help your daughter do some driving thing when you ended up going to some concert anyway well because it was inconvenient for me you know and um and i had to be oh, there wait, wait, wait 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 
Is it because you wanted to get to the concert earlier? Well, I wanted to get to the concert earlier. I also wanted to have dinner with my girlfriend. And I also had it in my phone as something other than what it was. So it was my my mistake. But anyway, the whole thing was, yeah, we the cop starts talking about Life 360. And he goes like this. He goes, how many people in here have Life 360 on their phone? And if I tell you there were 100 people in this place, I would tell you that half the people all raised their hands. People are like, yeah, I track my kids. I want to know where they are. I want to know how fast they're driving. I want to know who they're with. I want to know how much battery life they've got on their phone. So, I mean, here I was yesterday, kind of like, Your wow. high school kid, I could understand more. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, there were a lot of parents there that were uh, looking over their kids' shoulders. I know Lindsay Baseball and the Queen yesterday were saying that they don't want everybody, you know, they don't want their parents knowing all their business. But uh, I was not alone, guys, just so you know. I know you've grown. And I know you were a grown bills. woman. I, I, I pay my own bills. Just saying. So I my know. parents don't got to know. I'm feeling you. Are you? But in this case, well, I am very much so. I'm feeling her in a big way. But in this particular instance, I paid those bills. So I want to know where you at. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't let my parents pay the bills because I don't want you to know what I'm doing. Yeah, that's smart by you. I wish my mm-hmm. kids would do the same thing. I don't want you to know where I'm at, Dad. I pay my own phone. But they don't. They don't really pay their That's crazy. Phone bills are, what, like 40, 50 bucks? 16, uh, depending on the I don't know. Well, it depends. Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, if I you got, got like six people on your plan, it can't be that much if you like break it down per yeah. person. Right, right, Dude, right I'm right. telling you right now, I I think I got five or five phones on my thing. I, I'm guessing you're paying five phones. I'm guessing you're paying like 400 bucks or yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, I would say between four or 500 a month. Yeah, 450. Yeah, yeah that sounds right. That yeah. sucks. Yeah, you should. Yeah. I mean, never mind. I'm not. Are they unlimited data? I think they are unlimited data. Yeah, I was just gonna say you can't. You you can't be cheap and not let them have unlimited data. I mean, what a hypocrite I, I would like be. Under sixty bucks for mine. <laughs> you would totally data. be a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> There's no question that would be. Dad, hard. why do you need unlimited data and we don't? I'm like, yeah, you do. You do. I literally sat in this event last night, this uh, this thing where the CHP cop is kind of trying to scare the ever-living hell out of the kids, and yeah. he's saying things to the kids that the parents probably want to say, but they, they're probably not really reaching their kids. And uh, the whole time, no exaggeration, you talk about unlimited data, mm-hmm. I was watching the Laker game the entire time this cop was talking. I mean, I heard very little of what he had to say, um, because I just was watching the Laker game on my phone the entire time. So I was like, and then at 7.59, I was like, yo, man, two hours, eight o'clock, we're out of here. And then when parents started asking questions, does anybody have any questions? And I'm like the guy who goes, no, no, nobody here has any questions, copper. And then of you course, just wanted to get out of there because well, you wanted to yeah. get to your concert because Rachel copper. was probably texting you going, uh, where are you, Scott? Right. Why aren't she, you at the concert yet? She, she was. And she was like, hey, are the, t- are the tickets at Will Call? What do I need to do? And we were supposed I'm to have here already. Right. That's exactly what happened. I used to hate that in school when the teacher was like, or the professor was letting you out early. They're like, does anybody have questions? And everyone's like out the door. And then there's that one person. Yep. That one person that's like, yeah, that asks the question. And right. it turns into like 10. Right. That's when you yeah. just leave. Well, that's just it. So that's so this one guy asked this question. He was like, uh, officer, could you please explain um, the law regarding like if my 16 year old has a driver's license and they want to drive my 14 year old to school? Can you explain the legality of all that? I'm like, hey, um, could you guys have this conversation in a side meeting over here? Because the rest of us would like to get out of here. Did you say that? No, but that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah. 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 In the meantime, I did get done and I did go to this concert. And uh, Georgia, were you familiar? late for the concert? No, because the band didn't go on on stage until like nine thirty. Oh, then there you go. Yeah. So you I know fine. what also is never late? Hmm. 
the LeBron James passive aggressive social media post. Train. Tell me more. Tell me more. Uh, I'm sure by now everyone's already seen it and talked about it. The uh, the Instagram post mm-hmm. heard around the world, mm. as they say. Uh, what was the exact quote? Hold on. I want to make sure I find it correct. Uh, how long will you be taken for granted? Dot, dot, dot. Cloud emoji. Keep going, kid. Uh, now, look. This is not like a shock. Like, <laughs> this this is in the playbook. <laughs> like, I have seen this many a times. Like, this is... like That train, never late, okay? As soon as the, something's going awry and he's just like, I don't know what else to do. He throws his hands up in the air. There is a social media post. Going back to when... Uh, Lindsay baseball's, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers got LeBron back in the, you know, 2014, 15, whatever the hell it was. And, uh, Kevin Love was getting the fit in or fit out Instagram post where it's everybody in a picture, but him. And, uh, and so this is normal. Like this is, this is how, I mean, I, honestly, I'm stunned that it, 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 you know, it's only four games. So I guess I'm not stunned, but this is it. This is what I expect. This is part of the deal, but that train never late. And look. I kind of don't blame him, as we've discussed for the first 30 minutes of the show. But he played terrible last night. Like, there's no there's no disregarding that. Well, what is he talking about? How long will you be taken for granted? Who takes LeBron James for granted? Um, well, Kendrick Perkins, I mean, I believe that's directed at the front office, that they're wasting, like what I've said, you're wasting his career, at where, whatever's left of it. Now Kendrick I Perkins I don't get it, man. Kendrick, get per- it. Kendrick Perkins played with the man. He is friends with the man. He's known the man since they were in AAU ball, I believe, or something like that. And Laura, if we have that audio, let's hear that audio of one Kendrick Perkins. Which one you want? The one where- The one about the Instagram post? Got it. That we've been talking about? I don't think he's talking to us. I think this is a direct message to Rob Palenka and the Lakers in the front office to say, do better and get something done. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't to us as the fan base in the media. This was a direct message to the front office. So, I mean, you don't believe me. I've seen this before. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is not new. So, How long will you be taken for granted? So so the Laker front office is taking for granted that they have LeBron James. I'm just trying to make sure I really really get what LeBron wants me to receive. Yeah, like you're taking him for granted. You're wasting his time. You're wasting his energy. You're wasting his career. I wonder if Rob Palinka will um reply on on LeBron's Instagram cuz like on my Instagram the first reply is from Jamie Foxx who says let him know. And the second reply on mine is from Michael Rappaport. I don't know if anybody knows who that is. He says, Can't stand uh, that guy. He says, Jordan, nor Kobe, nor really nobody else would post this after going 0-4. Um, anyway, so I don't know, you know what everybody else's Instagram looks like. Is Rob Palenka possibly going to reply on LeBron's Instagram post? And I say don't know something? if Rob Palenka has an Instagram. You don't know if he does? Maybe he's got a burner account. Something that says like, you're the one that wanted Russ, and we went and accommodated you, and this is the mess that's been created. I mean, is anybody else going to say that to him or no? Or he's been absolved of all of that. I don't think he's been absolved. I think he's part of the pro- he's part of the group. But again, I think you very astutely pointed something out yesterday, and again today during crosstalk, which is okay. Even if he is 
the the person you would have blamed last year. He's clearly made it. I mean, my guess is behind the scenes, he's probably clearly made it fairly clear. Hey, this probably isn't going to work. We probably should move Russ. Hence why they tried to move Russ 60,000 times. And the front office didn't eventually pull the trigger because in my estimation, this is my opinion, they got greedy in the sense of they wanted to extract more out of the deal uh, in the transaction. And they, uh, they ended up coming up short. Or perhaps they didn't want to give up both of those picks because they didn't get enough in return. Okay, I mean, I mean you listen, can say that, but, but I mean, but, here's the thing. Yeah. Like, what, what what did you what do you expect? You're getting back usable players, right? Like actual players, right? Players that can play in a rotation of a playoff team, and you're getting you, and they're taking back a contract that they're literally not going to do anything but take the contract. They're probably going to tell him, "Don't even show up." They're not getting anything usable other than the cap space. So what do you expect to give up in that scenario? Well, listen, um, for me, at the beginning of all of this, I would have given up the player, Westbrook, and I would have given up the two picks because all I would be thinking about is the immediate future. If I were Rob Palenka, I wouldn't care about four or five years from now because the likelihood of him being employed by the Lakers is probably very low. I mean, I would think... I don't know what he thinks like holding on to... What, does he expect to be the general manager in 2030? I mean, he expects to be the general manager for the next four years at least, or at least the next several. I don't know if he, if he gets the whole four, but he just signed an extension. I understand that. But those draft choices are after the extension expires. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you're playing for the future of the organization, and LeBron is playing for the present. And because, apparently, Rob could not find anybody in the organization that would kind of have his back on making a big trade and getting rid of those two picks, rather than going out and doing it on his own, if he's got the autonomy to do it, he's like, well, oh, man, everybody last name Bus doesn't really agree with this, so I'm not doing that. Right, I'm not going to go on an island. I don't blame Rob. If that, if that story is indeed true, then I don't, bl- I don't blame him either. It's self-preservation um, in, in, from a personal standpoint. But I still can blame him from a professional standpoint. Well, if you have conviction, you have conviction. Are you are you are you are you someone with conviction, or are you someone trying to save your job status? Well, I mean, I don't, listen, the guy's got a four year extension, so I mean, be bold, Rob Palinka, be bold. Maybe on the other hand, he was like, you know what? I don't want to listen to LeBron again. I listened to LeBron last year, and I got into this mess, and if I listen to him again, what if I dig a, a deeper hole for myself? Well, that's uh, those be the breaks, bro. That's the way it works. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks, Christopher. Super excited. I mean, I Chris is always saying, anytime that we have a radio tinder open and I don't have 
like a TV show or anything or anyone related to a TV show where he could play a theme on there, he calls me out. So, you know, I had to dig deep for that one. Did you guys? I, I didn't know that the Grinch had a Halloween movie. Did you guys? I, I did not I know either. I, don't recall. I did not, not know that either. Yeah. I did not know that. That is wild. Thank you, Casey. Now let's all go home and watch it. All right. So the Jackson State Tigers, of course, coached by none other than Dion Primetime Sanders, has a huge matchup awaiting them against HBCU rival Southern coming up this weekend. And the rivalry will be put on a national stage as ESPN's College Game Day will be in attendance for what is called the Boombox Classic. That makes tickets for the game even harder to come by than usual. And due to that high demand, the Tigers Athletic Department posted an announcement regarding the school's ticket policy today. It says, quote, only tickets purchased through Impact Tickets, which is Jackson State's official ticket partner, will be honored. No third party purchased tickets like Ticketmaster, SeatGeek, StubHub, etc. will be accepted. This, of course, is fans of the opposing team really upset because, you know, they're not going to be able to support their team against their big rivals. So do you guys agree with Jackson State's ticket policy? Swipe left or swipe right? Sedano. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't love it because I do feel like these games should have a semblance of what the other fan base is too right like yeah and i think that's generally what happens to your point are they i mean jackson state should not be like worried about their stadium being taken over they generally have a pretty good fan base to my knowledge um in regards to hbcu and especially since dion has been there i think and i could be wrong but i think from some of the articles i've read they're trying to limit like people making a bunch of money off of these third-party websites okay so that's what it seems like well yeah I don't know. I I, I, I I would need more information to have a more intelligent uh, opinion on it, but on the surface, I don't love it. I don't need any more information, and I don't even think I'll have an intelligent opinion whether I had information or I don't, so I'll just give you what my first thought is. I'm all for it. I am all for it. No different than I'm all for the Rams trying to shut out the Niner fans. No different than I'm all for the Padres trying to shut out the Dodger fans. Yeah, I my think point, that's dumb. My point is very simple. If you are trying to create a home field advantage and you are concerned that your stadium is going to be taken over by Niner fans or, in this case, Dodger fans or whatever other kinds of fans, if you can attempt to shut them out, and in this case by saying no third-party tickets, I mean, is it all just about who's getting paid or is it really about trying to create a home field advantage? Because I'm for the home field advantage. Well, I'd, again... From what all the comments on social media and all the articles that I've seen about it say that it's not so much about limiting the opposing fan base because obviously all these tickets were like sold out because it's a big rivalry game. They don't want to put them on the third party, like on the, what is it called? The third the third party market mm-hmm. sites, whatever, because they don't want people like trying to sell their tickets and making hundreds of dollars off of them because they don't think that it's fair well, that's not their you know, business. To the fans, I guess. Well, that's not, what's, what's that? their business? I don't think it's their business. Cause can you imagine if like Ohio State or USC did that? Like if there was a sold-out game and they were like, nope, you can't, you can't use those tickets if you bought them off StubHub. Like that's ridiculous. I mean, let me ask you guys a quick question and we'll get right back to it. But this, this upcoming Sunday, the Rams play the Niners. We've seen Niner fans take over SoFi Stadium. Mm-hmm. Do you expect that this Sunday? Yes. You do? Yeah. No matter how much they try to shut them out, they're, they're, there's still going to be a plenty of them there. All right, I think I'm going to go to the game on Sunday. I will have a full report on Monday. By the way, that's assuming I go. Which you're not. Can't no, no, wait. it's it's um, right now I'm 51-49 in favor of going. Are you going to be um, dressed in Rams gear or 49ers gear or neither? 
Uh, I would probably be dressed in Rams gear. Although if I run into my friend John Lynch, the general manager, he's not going to be real happy with me, but I'll have to just deal with that. But uh, if you need me, I'll be uh, sweet hopping. You know. You should wear your Hey King shirt. That's a very good idea. Perhaps I will. And then find a way to get on TV. That'd be so on brand, Cap. Yeah, let me look into who uh, the, the broadcast team is. <laughs> See if I can make a couple calls. Hey, King. All right. So this one comes from the Am I the A-Hole subreddit forum. Haven't had one of these in a while. A woman writes, my boyfriend owns a house with a $200,000 balance on his mortgage, and I own a home, which is already paid off. We wish to live together, but have not been able to agree on a fair rent to pay. He's not willing to live in my house because it has fewer amenities. He thinks I should move in with him, pay off or pay half his monthly cost at his nicer, more expensive house, which I have no equity in. I don't think that this is fair. Is this woman the a-hole? Swipe left or swipe okay. right, Cappy? She, she, hold on. Just say it real quick. He wants her to move into his less expensive house? Is no, that his, his more expensive. Like Her house is paid off. Right. She doesn't have a mortgage. Yeah. And they want to live together. He okay. wants her to move in with him and because he has a nicer, bigger house with more amenities, but he wants her to pay half his monthly Oh, rent. hell no. Hell no. He's the a-hole. Kevin, you got thoughts on this? Well, this is hitting very close to home, guys. Uh-oh. Oh, man. I stumbled upon a good one, huh? This is hitting extremely close to home. You know, we have been in some early stage negotiations, if you will. I got on Rachel's Calendly. Yeah, I got on her Calendly, George, to have this conversation. And she has a beautiful home that she owns. Is it paid off? It's not paid off. Okay. Um, And I, you know, after I sold my house after divorce, and I don't currently own a house, and we're talking about the possibilities, and if I were to go in with her... I would be very willing to pay for half of everything, even though I wouldn't have any equity in the house, because it would save me a ton of money. So I kind of think that the woman should be considering that she owns the home free and clear. She can either rent it, she can sell it, and she can move in with him and probably lower her her expenses. I mean, I know the house is paid for, but she's still got to pay for utilities and insurance and so on. Well, her point is that like he's this man is retired. She is uh-huh. not. She's going to retire in like a year. Uh-huh. And she, her point is like, well, if I sell my house, like I'm going to live off of, you know, I would have all that money to live off of. But she's also, you know, you can invest it, whatever, can make money off of it. And he wants her to basically pay for half of his house that she has no equity in. So it's like right, she's spending her money. She can retire and live off the money from her house. But then like she's basically paying to put equity into his house. Right. Why does she have to pay for his house? She yeah. doesn't. She paid off hers. She, she does not. She That's doesn't the have whole go, point. She doesn't have to go live with him. She she is saying like she does understand that she she's happy to pay for like monthly like maintenance and whatever costs, but she doesn't think that paying half of his monthly expenses like right off the bat is fair. And he's like, yeah. no, 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 it is. These are complicated conversations when people are thinking about moving in with each other when there are assets and money involved. And I'll tell you right now, if you don't have these like real conversations and then you go and do it, it ain't likely going to work. That's why I'm really kind of taking my time on this decision here, George. I may need a little consultation. You know what I mean? It is a big deal, I feel like. Yeah. It is a big deal. All right. We'll yeah. do one more really quick here. So, Cappy, we're doing what I want to do, and that's the end of it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you don't really... That's no pretty, I, would Cap, pretty mu- I would pretty much say, he, yeah, that's... You have no say anyway. I was going to say, as much of a no. big decision this is for you, at the end of the day, like the decision's already been made. It's just whether or not you want to like come to terms with it, right? Um, no, there, I'm it's asking, a little not telling. No, no, it's a little bit more complicated. Okay. okay. <laughs> to be yeah. continued. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. All right, so Drake, the rapper, is tired of his lookalike gaining clout from his name, so he took action. Izzy Drake, who has gained a lot of attention over the past year by impersonating the rapper, took to social media to post a legal warning that he received from the real Drake yesterday. The cease and desist letter says that it serves as notice of your unauthorized use of the trademark OVO to promote your brand and likeness, as well as your unauthorized fabrication of media, which is damaging and defamatory to the brand. So fake Drake also said in the caption of the post that I guess he's now going to go by Izzy Famous instead of his real name, Izzy Drake. Because he doesn't want, you know, he doesn't want the real Drake suing him. So instead of having you guys swipe, if you had to change your name, what would you change it to, Cap? Oh, God. Oh, God. What would I change my name to? Oh, Lindsay, you have you have put me, like, squarely on the spot here. I mean, this takes, this takes real thought. Okay. I can't just change my name to, like, you know, Joe Blow. There you go. That's your answer. No, wait, wait. No, that's not my answer. That's it. Joe Blow, you're done. Wait, is that George's answer then, too? No, that's he what didn't you give said. his yet. Yeah, I said I'm not going to name know, myself Captain. Joe Blow. I'm just messing with you. Yeah, I know. I don't want to be Joe Blow. What would you name yourself? So I don't know if you had to change your name. Never really thought about it. Never thought about like Mason. Also, this very reminds me when Mason asked me if I have a whatever a box or something because I want to live on the lamb. I didn't expect to live on the lamb, so I don't necessarily have oh, like yeah. a. You know, so it's also very, very similar. Like I don't, I, I don't have an, a, a good answer for this one right now, to be honest. I'm thinking can, about maybe if I should change my name, like this Drake guy. Can we carry this over? Because we're going to be late for Blake. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. We can carry oh, yeah. it over. We can even yeah. maybe get some suggestions from Blake. There we go. Let's do that. Because Blake Harris, our Dodger insider, baseball insider, is going to join us next. I love it. Chris tells it right. Yeah, we don't have a show tomorrow because the Lakers are playing in Minnesota. I'm sure that'll just be outstanding. That'll just be wonderful. Yeah, Can't wait to talk about that. Yeah, I'll be in Phoenix tomorrow, so you can watch me on TV if you'd like. What do you got? You got Phoenix playing who? The Pelicans. Hopefully Zion plays. Fly, Pelican, fly. Yeah. Hopefully Zion plays. Uh, Blake Harris is here, and baseball has taken 6,000 years to play the World Series or begin playing the World Series, but it begins tomorrow as well. So annoying. It's like, wait a second, you mean to tell me that the teams were decided on like Sunday and you're waiting till Friday? Come on, for real? I I have no idea why they did that. Blake, is there any logic behind this? I have no idea why. I mean, at this point, like, I thought the World Series already started, and <laughs> every day it's kind of like you wake up and go, are they on tonight? And it's just, no, they're not starting tonight. It's still not happening. So I don't get the logic behind it, considering that during these earlier series, there were, like, no off days for either team, but now there's, like, four or five off days that MLB, once again, makes zero sense. Well, I think in some small way, I think the that Major League Baseball doesn't want to you know, play on, call it Monday, Tuesday, let these guys travel, get refreshed. I guess you could have played on Wednesday, but tonight you're up against the NFL in college football. And I right, don't but you're think, up against the NFL on, at least on Amazon, you're going to be on over-the-air well, television. But, but here's the thing. I don't think that they're playing any of these World Series games scheduled for any Sunday. So I, I think that pretty much what Major League Baseball has said is, even for a World Series game, we're not going up against the NFL. Right, but you still could have done that. You could have done Wednesday, Thursday, and, and uh, oh, no, then you're screwed, right? I, um, I don't know. I just think starting it on a Friday, Friday, yeah, just Saturday? Took just took like, a long time. First of all, you're going up against college football all day? That doesn't make sense to me either. I know, but it just took a long time, you know? 
mean, to, to, to go from having the teams determined, like I said, at the end of the weekend to waiting an entire business week to get to Friday. I'm with you, Blake. It's kind of like I, I'm, I've kind of forgotten, and I, I doubt I'll even put that much time into it. How about you? I'm not watching that crap. I'm at the point now where I just want the World Series to get underway so someone could steal a base so I can get my free uh, Taco Bell Doritos Locos Taco. That's what mm. I'm looking forward to this World Series. Yeah. I mean, that, that's good motivation to watch. I'm with you. Who do you like? You got a pick? I got to go with the Phillies. Uh, they just seem like they're the team of destiny. The way they're playing, it seems like no one can beat them. And I get the Astros haven't lost a game this postseason, but they haven't really won in dominating fashion. I didn't think that their sweep against the Mariners looked that impressive. And the Yankees pretty much had a worse offense than the Dodgers in that series with them. So I think the Astros are finally going to get tested, and I like Philly to close things out. Yeah, I would say that uh, getting the World Series over with will help Dodger fans in that you can start looking to the construction or reconstruction of the Dodgers roster. Blake, what do you think of the biggest changes that are likely coming on this Dodger roster? That's a really good question because, you know, I've talked about this. This has the chance to be one of the biggest off-seasons for the Dodgers in the last decade. I mean, there could be a number of Dodger greats like Clayton Kershaw, Justin Turner, Cody Bellinger. They could be off the team next year. Now, do I think all three are going to be gone? I don't think so. I, I think most of them are going to be back. But in regards to the Dodgers, I really don't know because Andrew Friedman has talked about wanting to potentially get that salary number a little bit lower. So maybe they let some guys walk and let some minor league guys come up to try to save some money. But, yeah, I think this is going to be a totally different Dodgers team, whether or not that means they sign someone like Aaron Judge or maybe like a Carlos Correa or, like I mentioned, maybe there's two or three rookies in the lineup on opening day. What do you make of this Aaron Judge to the Giants rumor that's out there where they said they won't let themselves get outbid? Yeah, I, I, I've been all in on Aaron Judge to the Giants pretty much this entire year because he's from the Bay Area, grew up a Giants fan. And yeah, the Giants, it sounds like they're willing to spend whatever it's going to take. And the latest I heard is that the Aaron Judge sweepstakes might get to $350 million. So if the Giants are willing to go that high for him, and again, there was that report that said they're not going to be outbid, if I were a betting man, which I am, George, uh, I would put money on Aaron Judge to uh, sign with the Giants this offseason. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I can't imagine the Yankees letting him <laughs> get away. You're not sure? What, what, <laughs> why are you not sure? Well, I mean, because I just have an opinion about it, which is... No, no, Yankees... no. I'm just saying, like, I, I, what makes you think that he's not going to sign there, though? I'm just... That's well, my, my curious Well, my thought uh, would question. be is that if I'm the Yankees, I cannot let, like, the oh, no, superstar sure. of my I, team yeah. get away. Yeah. And by the same token, if I'm the Dodgers... But it's not up to them anymore. They had their chance. Who, the Yankees? Yeah. They could have locked him up, and they didn't. Yeah. Well, but all I'm saying is, is that... It just, I'm not, I, I, I do like this idea of Judge going, you know, home to San Francisco, I home don't. to the Bay Area. I mean, the it's, Dodgers are going to have to see him, uh, you know, 19 times. Are you yeah, crazy? I mean, it's sort of romantic. You know, I like those stories, but I can't imagine the Yankees letting this guy walk. Again, not his choice, right, Blake? I'm not yeah, their choice. I mean, he had, his, he had his chance to go back to the Yankees, and I don't know, there, there's been these reports saying that Aaron Judge and a bunch of other Yankees players they kind of were miserable playing the Yankee Stadium the last couple of weeks, the way the fans were reacting. I mean, hell, Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge in the ALCS was getting booed by the Yankee fan base after hitting 62 home runs this season. So he's yeah. probably sitting there going, wait a second, I'm, I'm going to win MVP. You guys are booing me. I'm out. Uh, I want nothing to do with you guys. 
Mm. I wouldn't blame him either. Like, I get it. I mean, it, everyone says, oh, you know, you, you got to be tough to play in the Bronx. and blah. Yeah, Sure. But there's also a, a semblance of just being rational, too. Right. Like and that's what happens in those scenarios is that you end up playing in a place where people it doesn't feel like they appreciate you. you Dude, know? all I know is I would love to see the Dodgers go serious, go all in on Aaron Judge. Got to be exciting. I mean, seriously, like you talk about superstars on every team that we get to cover and you bring Aaron Judge, and then you move Mookie to second base? Oh, hell yeah. Let me ask you this, Blake. Do you think that Aaron Judge will will do like LeBron and Kevin Durant and, you know, like back in the day where like, you know, he's like hanging out at like, I don't know, uh, I don't know, I'll just I'll pick like a, a random place, right? Like just like hanging out in like Manhattan Beach taking meetings or whatever, and like, like every team is going to come to him and give them their pitch. Like do you think he's going to go through something like that? Will he have a press conference called The Decision where he tells everybody no, where he's taking his talents? No, definitely not going to have that. Come on, yeah, I'm taking my talents to San Francisco? He's definitely not doing that. Hmm. I mean, he honestly could because, you know, he's by far the biggest name on the free agent market. So I don't know if he's going to be posting up in Manhattan Beach and doing all these, you know, fantastic kind of pitch meetings. But I definitely think that it's going to be something like every team that's interested, they're going to be doing all they can to impress him as much as they can. So whether that's flying him wherever, hosting these, you know, lavish dinners and doing whatnot, I think he's going to be getting the VIP treatment. But, yeah, not not quite at the NBA level that we've seen some of these guys get. But I think definitely some of these teams are really going to step it up in regards to signing Judge. Hey, Blake, um, one thing we've never really done here, and, and now that you've gotten to be so close to everybody who listens, including everybody in the circle of trust, George, as a huge college football fan, did you know that our man Balake here has a YouTube channel dedicated to college football, and he's got like a massive audience on YouTube. Did you know that? I did know that because we talked about this very same thing at uh, the train station that day we did the remote. So, Blake, for everybody that's a college football fan, why don't you uh, hook everybody up and tell everybody how to find your stuff on YouTube? Yeah, so if you just can't get enough Dodgers content and you're a college football fan, head on over to YouTube, uh, search Harris Highlights, and you're just getting daily college football content. Today we posted a video talking about my top 10 Heisman picks. We're posting stuff on teams that could potentially reach the college football playoff, winners and losers every week. So, yeah, if you're a college football fan, definitely head over there to YouTube because uh, daily college football videos uh, at no expense, free of charge. There you go. Love it, man. Way to hustle out there, dude. Respect the grind. Uh, Balake, thank Uh, you for your time as always, brother. We always appreciate you. Hey, no worries, guys. Appreciate being on, and uh, you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend over there. You too. So go to his YouTube page for college football. Of course, subscribe to his Substack for your Dodger information, his podcast, Inside the Ravine on the Dodgers as well, and uh, what else? Oh, and his Twitter, of course. This guy has been turned into a superstar, you know? TBLA. You turned him into a superstar, you know that? I didn't turn him into anything. He did that. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Don't be so humble. He you were the that. guy that read his tweet, and then he said, hey, bad day in my life. I got let go. And you were sweet enough to say, all right, we're going to bring you into our ecosystem. And it's turned into the guy becoming a monster superstar. I mean, he was already kind of a superstar. No, no, no. We just gave him a different platform. No. No. We're, what, what's the, we're Yeah. Dorks with platforms. Correct.